It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nothing is quite what it seems. This is not the kind of stuff you like in your dreams. When it comes to blood up in the night, I'm a fiend. Damn, something terrible, something terrible. You can't tell by looking at me twice that I'm mean. You can read the Bible, pray to Christ, even sing. I don't care if you don't really like what you see. But it will always be something terrible, terrible. You can find me in a graveyard with an eight ball and a chainsaw. These motherfuckers acting like I won't take their brains off. Cause every Halloween we drop an album for you suckers. You don't understand the shit we write, we bout it, motherfuckers. So when you hear me rap about maybe raping your moms or walking in your kitty school after making a Hello, everybody. I'm not exactly excited to do this one. So, I don't even remember the circumstances at this point, but somehow Jason claims that I made a bet with him. Um, and because of the fact that... Because of the fact that he's a good dude, and I like to make him laugh, and he likes to laugh at my misery, I decided to say, fuck it. Let's just do this. There was a an event called Talking Shopamania. Now, I did not watch the first one, so maybe I don't understand all of the references in this one, but I'm not going to go back and watch that. Just fuck that. This is Talking Shopamania 2. Now, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say about this shit. This was... Uh, this was interesting. We're going to go through it. Now, if you haven't watched it, don't. All right. This uh, like watching Talking Shop of Mania. Like, I feel like I'm going to phone call. I'm going to get a phone call pretty soon. And somebody's just going to say seven days. And I'm going to be like, can you make it two? Because I don't want to spend any more time with any of these images in my head. So here we go. Uh, this shit starts out with South Park-style cartoon figures of some dude in a lucha mask who is apparently named Chico. Yeah. Uh, and also Gallows and Anderson, and they appear to be their Southpaw regional wrestling gimmicks. Now, if you haven't seen Southpaw regional wrestling, uh, it involves a bunch of dudes who got fired from the company. But uh, Sex Ferguson, a.k.a. the Big LG, a.k.a. a giant bucket of twat, uh, says that they need a topless woman for the show. Then somebody doing a racist Asian voice comes on TV saying, Did someone say topless women? Sex asked Chad Too Bad, a.k.a. Potato Gun Carl Anderson, a.k.a. Whiny Bitch Boy, if that is his hot Asian wife. Chad yells, What the fuck? Get it? Because he cheated on her. She is apparently a whore now. Chico changes the channel to Talking Shopamania 2. We start again the show with some fat blob in Harry Carey glasses as he welcomes us to the show. I thought we already did that. This is Clint Bobsky, aka Fat Fuck Chris Jericho, aka the inventor of wrestling. He runs down the card for us. Nothing really stuck with me on what the actual card was. 
other than the fact that the main event will be Chad Too Bad versus Sex Ferguson in a ball for a ball match. Jericho then swears a bunch because that's cool. He acts like he was paid $10 to be here and gets upset because he was in a group Uber. I don't know if that's a thing, but I guess it is. Uh, but he's a piece of shit. So here we go. We then see a black SUV drive down a shitty looking cul-de-sac. Yep. In the middle of the cul-de-sac is a wrestling ring. Yep. A dude comes out wearing a H-A-W shirt. It's made to look like an NWO shirt. Uh, that is Carl Anderson. He says the Boner Yard match was over there. <laughs> get, get it? Do you, do you get it? He's wearing a mask. But then some dude drives up in a kid's motorized car. And he is also wearing a mask. It took, took me, it takes me far too long to realize this is Rocky Romero. Uh, he is an independent wrestler. That's pretty much about it. Someone who googled how to do Adobe After Effects puts a puff of smoke in between these two gentlemen. And then Gallows appears as, I guess, a wizard? I don't know. He does a dumb voice saying he is staying inside while everyone else works. Anderson and Romero um, walk in then to the house to see Gallows, Gallows' wife, and a mannequin in bed. Gallows' fingers. Plastic people. Right? Got it. Uh, and also, uh, he fucks mannequins. For the third time, we get welcome to the show. Is this shit ever going to start? A truck pulls up with Fuck You Buddy written on it. And as it rolls up, we see that this is Luke Gallows. He was he, he was just inside a second ago, and now he's arriving? <sighs> Some fat shit next to him starts talking about fondling balls. That's, that's uh, It's just going to be a recurring thing. A fart sound effect occurs as somebody with a paper plate taped over his face, slaps the hood. Two other people pop out wearing masks, uh, one guy in a clown mask, one guy in a pig mask, and Gallows says he thought he smelled retropoption. Get it? Hilarious, right? They're retribution, but they're retropoption. And the guy with the paper plate on his face is Slapjack. They try to beat up Gallows, and they proceed to fart every time he punches them, but then they kick him in the dick. This will be the first of many crotch shots throughout the show. We then cut away from this. Great editing, guys. Anderson, Romero, and then a badly photoshopped video of Gallows are our announce team. Apparently he is, in fact, going to stay inside, and they are going to project him into the... Announcers, I wouldn't even call it a table. It looks like a trunk that's overturned, and they've got some microphones taped to it. Romero's wearing a mask. Anderson is not. Apparently, Romero is going to announce with a mask on. Awesome. Dave Panzer is in the ring, and for the fourth fucking time, he welcomes us to Talking Shop of Mania 2. Out comes Rory Fox. He is yelling claiming he has something to say. He says, everyone laughed at Rory Fox the last time, but now, then I have no idea what he says, because Anderson and Romero just continue to talk over him. He goes on, 
for a long time before he says everyone will bask in his package and he pulls his trunks down. Brian Myers and Swaggle arrive next. We then cut back to see that Rory is now in a thong. Something called Rim Job is the partner for Rory Fox. He is a fat guy in a thong with his ass hanging out. The most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. And that piece of shit from Wisconsin, Swaggle, are in a tag match against two fat guys in thongs. Well, nobody said wrestling wasn't homoerotic. Swaggle and Rimjob start things off. Well, this is going to be a fun thing to discuss. The ref is some dude wearing a blaze orange vest. Rory says, he fears you, Rimjob, which actually made me laugh a little bit. Which then I was like, don't. Don't give them the satisfaction of your laughs. Swaggle hits him in the gut and both men take out. Myers then pretends to be Matt Cardona and does his full comeback spot, complete with doing the broski boot. Anderson says that Cardona is trying to get into AEW so bad that he won't do this show. Well, considering the two of the fuckers on this show are on AEW now regularly, I guess that's not that big of a deal. Myers hits a clothesline. Anderson says this is the second take of that because the first time Fox was thrown into the ropes, he just fell outside of the ring. So, <sighs> it's not enough that this is terrible. Because this is terrible. Okay, like, I am I am telling you what's happening in the match, but the matches don't fucking matter. It's all poop jokes and dick jokes. And apparently also it's all Anderson doing commentary after the fact, which is weird enough as it is, but then telling the audience all of the fuck-ups that happened. And I don't know, I thought that they were at least, like, pretending that this was a, like real thing that they were doing, but apparently not. Apparently this is them just laughing at how shitty this is. Swaggle tries to do a splash, but they have to cut from him on the top rope to him landing because he either fucked it up or he couldn't do it. Swaggle and Myers then win. Rory picks up Rimjob, and they hug. Fox then belly-to-bellies him. Fox then runs away, and they continue to follow him as he runs all around the house. He finds a leash and runs back through the entire house and through the curtain and puts it on Rimjob, who Anderson then gets all excited about the possibility of seeing his asshole. And then he walks away with him on a dog leash. What am I doing with my life? Rocky Romero is with Laser. Apparently, they couldn't get anybody to also do the interviews. I don't know who Laser is, but his shirt says Laser, and they call him Laser. So, but as he tries to talk with Laser and explain to him that he is in a what the fuck do they call it? Roll Undershed match, whatever that happens to be. Gregory Helms dives in. He is in his reporter outfit. So he is Detective Gregory Helms now, even though he's dressed like a reporter. And he says he's here to investigate a murder. And he says that there's a body has been discovered. Laser asks him where, 
and Helms points down to see that Laser is standing right next to a dead guy. Laser gets pissed and walks away, and here is our, I guess, B-plot for this episode. Not episode, I can't say that, because it's not for this show. Frankie Coverdale is already in the ring. A gentleman by the name of Ball Lehman arrives. This is Jake Manning, pretending to be Paul Heyman, of course, if you didn't catch it from the name. And he brings out his client, Freight Train. Freight Train arrives in a I'm a Ball Layman guy shirt, and he lets out a choo-choo. Train gets in the ring and says, Y'all done effed up now. And Ball tells him, you can swear. So he says, Y'all fucked up now. Coverdale goes up to Train, who flicks him in the face and then hits some shitty punches. Right Train slaps Coverdale in the gut, then sends him to the opposite turnbuckle. He slowly walks over and splashes him. And then Freight Train hits a walking elbow shot for the win. That was... Do you remember that match with that chick with the comically horrific fake tits? Was it... What's the fucking name? Um... Jason's screaming in his head right now. Um, oh, that... Oh, God, I can't fucking remember who it is now. It's, uh... In, it, it's in Impact. Um, it was... What was it fucking... Sherry Martell, that's what it was, right? Martell? Yeah, who was it? Um, you know what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... It's that levels of bad, where it was like, it was seriously like slow, like not really a fucking match. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, yeah, I don't know these people. I, I don't watch enough like independent wrestling to know who anybody is, uh, or at least not. Any of the like shitty wrestlers that are apparently a thing, um, but it's apparently a thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know who Freight Train is. I don't know that this is supposed to be funny, but apparently it is. So there you go. Um, all right. Helms asks the ref what he is doing. The ref says he's scouting for hunting. Helms asks him what the fuck he is saying, then he leaves. That was peak comedy, apparently. Chavo Guerrero, who apparently is still alive, does a promo with Spanish music playing in the background. He challenges Chico El Luchador to a match. Chico El Luchador is clearly Rocky Romero in a mask. Not only in a lucha mask, but also with a surgical mask over his face, too. COVID reasons. Chico says it will be a six-on-six six fight to the death. Team Chico versus Team Chavo. They have teams? Nope. Apparently they, I'm, I'm being told no, they do not have teams, and we are going to have something later where they get to pick teams. Helms walks up to Madman Fulton and Sammy Callahan holding hands by the pool. What? He asks them what they're doing, and 
Then he looks away, we hear a gunshot, and he turns back and sees that they are both dead. He says they're murdering everybody out here. Teddy Long arrives. Wow. And he welcomes us to Roll Undershed, which is a parody of Raw Underground. <sighs> Good to know that it's not just their characters and impact where they take shots at WWE. It's also just them in, in personal life. Mind you, these two guys are fucking rich because of WWE. They're rich because of it. And before you go and say that, like, oh, Carl Anderson was doing really good over in Japan. Yeah, he's doing so good over in Japan. What is he doing right now? Working for Impact in a tag team with Gallows. How's he doing, too? They're both working for Impact in the tag team with each other. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're also on AEW now, but that's only because they fucking, you know, blow Kenny. <sighs> I hate these pricks. What was he doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can on this because Romero and Anderson are not bothering to actually tell you what's going on in their commentary. They're just making jokes. Uh, Larry Man and Vernon Love start off. Then Bryce Cannon gets involved. He spits something into uh, Vernon Love's face. Roman Roselle joins in. Then some kid who they keep saying they don't know what his name is. Uh, Laser, Nate Bach, Neil Koloff. Uh, they all start brawling. Teddy, who is up in a tree, for whatever reason, says this is the worst shit he has ever seen in his life. I agree, Teddy. Suddenly, Rhino runs in, and he gores Bach. Then he gores some kid. Then Tommy Dreamer arrives and attacks Rhino. Then Justin Credible arrives with a chair and a giant beer belly. Rhino stops them all and says, Hey, you know, we've been doing this hardcore shit for years. It's time to go softcore. So they proceed to grab teddy bears, beach balls, and toys. And then they all fight each other with soft objects. Romero says this is a gallows idea and we should all be smoking CBD oil. Dreamer then pins Credible to win the match. Because apparently that was the rules now? That, okay. Everybody chants, your soft core. Some guy in a full lucha outfit comes out and chokes out Dreamer, then he takes off his mask, and it's Scott Damore. And he says, have you ever been in a production meeting with that prick? This is me. You hear... This is what happens when I watch stuff that's not funny. I don't sit there and then laugh about it while I'm talking. I tell you exactly what happens, and you can hear it in my voice, the despair that I have doing this. Can you hear it? Helms walks up to someone in a blonde wig and asks if they've seen anything suspicious. He then walks up to a guy in a mask who says his name is Reptile. I don't know enough about these garbage wrestlers to understand who these fucking people are. It's not funny to me. I don't know who the fuck that was in a wig, and I don't know why it's supposed to be funny. I don't know why it's funny that this guy is reptile, which means reptile. I don't get it. A pink stretch limo Hummer arrives. Out comes Rick Knox. He apparently is Knox Tista. He does Batista's entrance, and then almost trips. Remember when that happened? Yeah. You don't? Well, apparently Gallows and Anderson do, because they made an entire joke about it. 
Next comes a scrawny dude who they call Nathan Orton. Then another guy arrives who I don't fucking recognize, and he and uh, this is apparently Triple Huh. Paul Lee arrives, and he is the Nature Boy, Paul Lee. Ha. Huh. Triple Ha huh finds Mark Jindrak, the actual one, out in the woods, and he says Jindrak was not fit for his crew. Jindrak says he went to the car to get his black suit 17 years ago, and when he came back, nobody was there. He then dropkicks Triple Ha. Huh. Get it? It's an evolution joke. Because Mark Jindrak was supposed to be... Yeah, it doesn't matter. George North is in the ring. Who? Good. Yeah, that's, that's my exact, I think. Paul Lee arrives with Knox Tista and Nathan Orton. I don't know why Triple Ha is not there with him anymore. The song playing is somebody repeatedly saying, Circumcision is a mystery. Orton goes up top, and instead of doing the Orton pose, he shrugs. Hilarious. The match starts, and Lee puts North in a shitty headlock. North is dressed like somebody. I didn't fucking catch the reference. North hits a back body drop and sends Lee over the top rope to the outside. They argue over, not, not them two, but the, uh, our two idiot announcers argue if it should be revolution, dickolution, cockolution, or penisolution. That is the jokes that you get on this show. Lee picks up North like, his, uh, like he is his dick and then jabs him face first into the turnbuckle. Then he drops him on the back of his head, and Anderson says we almost had a death on Talking Shopamania. That actually was kind of funny. <laughs> I kind of wish it would have, he would have killed him, because at least then I would have had something entertaining to talk about. North throws Lee, and he does the flare bump over the corner, which didn't look terrible, but I don't like the flare bump in the first place, so I'm always not going to like it. North then misses a people's elbow. You heard me say that correctly. Lee puts him in a figure four, and then Stump Kalowski arrives with a chair, because it's another little person, because they're hilarious. He slides a chair into the ring, and then they cut to show Stump now has a baseball bat. As he pulls back, then it cuts again, and now it's a wrench, and he hits Lee with it. Why did they keep changing the weapon? That was weird. North pins him for the win. I guess that was not a D. Wait, no, you know, I'm not even going to bother questioning this bullshit. I'm not going to question why he was allowed to interfere in the match, and it just didn't. Yeah, I'm just not. Knox Tista then Batista bombs Lee, and Nathan acts like Orange Cassidy as he punts Lee by simply towing him in the side. <sighs> Helms goes to talk to some guy named Balls Deep Billy. Billy shows him how to work Tinder walks away. Helmsden walks up to one of the Rock and Roll Express members. I don't give a shit who. They're selling fucking shit at the table. I don't care. It's not funny. Chico and Chavo then do a draft for their teams. Chavo picks Eric Watts as his first person. Chico picks Alex Kozlov. Chavo picks Alex Kozlov's mom, which is some dude in a, in a wig. Chavo says he wants his underwear back. Get it? Because he's fucking Chico picks Zokre. Sure. Chavo picks Taya Valkyrie. He then backhands her tit on accident, which, in all fairness, they're huge. It's hard not to. Chico asks if he can call a friend, and the ref says he could do that. 
So he calls somebody, hangs up, and JTG arrives. Yeah, that guy from Crime Time. Remember him? Yeah, he's here now. Chavo picks the referee. Chico then picks a brain-eating zombie. Chavo asks if since this is a death match and he's already dead, does he win? Does Chavo think to win the match you have to die? Chavo then chooses Sin Bodhi. I don't know why he was the sixth pick in this, but sure. Chavo is gifted Taylor Williamson from America's Got Talent. Who? Gallows and Anderson watch America's Got Talent? That's the dorkiest shit I've heard all day. The bell rings, Kozlov has a gun, the ref has a rule book, everyone else just attacks each other. JTT hits JTG, hits Sin with a hubcap, and Sin kicks him and shoves a pair of boxers down his throat, and when he pulls it back out, there's another pair of boxers tied to it. Just doing Scooby-Doo shit now. JTG kicks the shit out of him. The ref does a super kick to Zokre, then does a head scissors. So apparently the ref is a luchador. Taya breaks the arm of the zombie. Zombie. He's not the zombie from again, WCW. He's just a guy dressed up like a zombie. Who then goes after and bites the ref. Taya and Zokre fight before she snaps his neck, and then rips out his spine. The zombie returns to her and says, oh shit away. Kozlov, Kozlov then hits her into a post. Kozlov's mother says she will wash his mouth out with vodka. That's racist. Alex punches his mother and then he she grabs him and spanks him. So then he shoves his entire hand into her asshole. The zombie comes over and says Alex is doing great, but he needs to pull his mask up over his nose, which is true. He's been doing this in the entire time. Kozlov doesn't like this, and the zombie says if he was a zombie, Kozlov would eat balls. Alex grabs a machine gun and unloads into the zombie, and the zombie comes back and bites his neck because he didn't shoot him in the brain. Then Kozlov shoots the zombie in the face, and apparently dies from his wound. Um, Eric Watts picks, walks up to Taylor Williamson, they do a really dumb bit before Watts tries to kill him with a chainsaw. Chico hits him with a bar. Chavo jumps down, and before he can say, be prepared to die, he starts to cough. They ask him what kind of cough it is. Chavo says he was in Sturgis last week. Yeah. That one was hilarious. Chavo then says he hasn't gotten a test in a while, so he doesn't know if he has coronavirus. And he also doesn't ride on the front of the motorcycle. He only rides on the back. Chico attacks Chavo, and they start fighting back and forth. Chavo, Alex Kozlov's mom, and Taya prepare to kill Chico. I don't know how she survived getting fisted in the ass, but okay. JTG picks up a rocket launcher, fires it, and it explodes Taya. JTG, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm glad you got fired. JTG helps him up, but Chavo stabs JTG in the neck. Chavo then brains Chico. Chico wakes up to see cartoon versions of Sex and Chad and Enzo Amori. Okay. Enzo asks which one of these cocksuckers ate all of the cocaine brownies. Sex tells Chico to breathe in through his mouth and out his asshole. 
they proceed to then walk up to cartoon version of Chris Jericho, and he bitches, so they leave his happy ass and they go to the death match. They see the table full of weapons, and there is a drill dildo on the table. Jason would be proud. Some guy in the corner calls someone to say that they think they found Enzo. I don't get that joke. Chico runs up and gets hit with a bat. As he opens his eyes, he is back in the quote-unquote real world. Chavo goes to kill him, and Taylor sticks a lightsaber through Chavo's chest. Taya runs back in with everybody else, and Chico says, It's a fucking work, man. Nobody's dead, other than Chavo. So apparently Chavo Guerrero is dead now. That's apparently the end of the match. Chico wins, I guess. We throw it over to Detective Helms, who has solved the murder. Air Paris, from these WCW days, walks up to the set of the barbershop. We know where this is going. He is just there to hawk his shirt, and then someone runs up and throws Helms through the window, and they ask if that is Marty Jannetty. They don't show Marty Jannetty because he's probably in jail for fuck, trying to fuck his daughter. We then cut to Chad putting a clothespin on his dick, and sex biting somebody's dick. Chad brings a new faction to talk in Shopamania. It's Retribution, but you already showed these guys, so... Editing. Sex says there's some New York shit right there. Yep. We do a Wyatt family cut, and now Gallows is in a hockey mask because he is the cock torturer? And says it's time to let the torture begin. It is our main event. Chad arrives at a hearse. And he gets in a casket and back and, sa- and asks Vernon to slowly drive up, but the guy instead floors it, making Chad fall out the back of the hearse. Josh Morningstar plays a song for Sex Ferguson's entry. I don't listen to country music because it sucks, so I don't know who the fuck Josh Morningstar is, other than the fact that he sounds like a D&D character. Gallows and his family of fat fucks can't get out of the truck because they're all fat. And retro-poopshin attack again. More poop sound effects as Sex takes them all out. Sex says there will not be any more Asian babies running around because he's going to rip Chad's nuts off. Racist. They say it smells like a terrible gimmick and point to retro-poopshin, saying that it's an Ed Kosky thing. For sure. I mean, if that's true, that guy probably should get fired. Sex attacks Chad. Mordekiss arrives, which is a joke on Mordecai, although it looked like the actual Mordecai, so I don't know. Chad takes out a reach extender and grabs Sex's wools. Chad says Sex's dick is pretty huge, and Sex says he's trying to get hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Triple Huh arrives. He tells them that they both would have been great in his group. This is another Triple H gig about how Triple H will tell people that he wishes that they would be like an NXT, but, you know, Vince is good to get his way. Yeah, I get it. Trips then hits Sex in the dick with a sledgehammer, and then he too sweets Chad. Better use it while you can before AEW gets declined. Sex bites back after a dumb tongue spot, and then he gets into a sex swing for no reason, as Sick Dick Mondo walks up with a weed whacker. Romero then walks up and says they don't have insurance to do this spot. Yep. So, they fuck off. 
Gallo's wife and porn star Annie Cruz walk up and say they went, uh, went to a movie and come back to see that they are playing Chad and Sex. They walk away as Sex says he's going to have a threesome later. I guess if you like mediocre pussy and butterfaces, sure, then yeah, go ahead and go fuck porn star Annie Cruz. If you want to see uh, what a butterface looks like getting a dick, go just Google Annie Cruz, A-N-N-I-E. C-R-U-Z. You'll thank me for it later. Gangrel then walks out. He then spits blood onto Chad's dick. We then cut to Gallows putting a clothespin on Anderson's balls, then hitting it with a wrench. Gallows then puts a dildo on top of the stairs and tries to shove Anderson's face onto it. He grabs a taser and hits Anderson in the balls with it. Anderson hits Gallows in the head with a dick, and Gallows says he's a dickhead now. Ha. Nathan Orton arrives as Anderson ties Gallows' dick to a truck. Orton says he just came. We hear somebody crying, and the it's still real to me, damn it guy walks up. Anderson backs up and runs over some fat chick in a bikini. I don't know who the fuck it was. Then Callahan and Fulton walk up as zombies, as well as the zombie. They attack Gallus and Anderson, but they are then murdered by Karate Man. If you don't know Karate Man, that is Ethan Page. Apparently the cock torturer sent him, and he says he's only tortured one penis in his life, his own, but that changes tonight, and he punches them both in the dick. Up walks Heath Slater, dressed as Wolfpack Sting. He hits them in the balls with a bat. Out come Virgil and Mr. Hughes. They both stomp on Gallows and Anderson balls. Up next are the Barbarian and the Warlord. Jesus Christ, I just saw these fucking guys back before nobody remembered who they were. And they, people still don't remember who they are. The only reason I knew who the fuck they were is because I've seen them recently in the 90s during my trial rumbles. Take a while, guess what they do? Oh, that's right. They rip the dicks off of Chad and Sex. Scott Steiner then walks up asking what the fuck is wrong with them. Why would you book yourselves in the main event to get your dicks ripped off? He says he's seen their girlfriends and they are ugly. So the winners of the match are the Cock Torturer World Order, or the CWO, who were not in the match. We cut to the Cock Torturer having dinner with everybody. Steiner does a lame attempt at recreating his Steiner math program in a promo, and the cock torturer celebrates with the CWO. And this is thankfully over. I never want to do that again. And if I have to do that again, I'm going to kill myself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. 
Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the salzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>